So we live, we live yet again for episode number three. Episode number three. Thank you guys for joining us for yet another episode of... But that, 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 I digress. I digress. So how is everybody feeling? Because I feel like I'm up and down <laughs> every day, all day. <laughs> That's what it is right now. It's like a whole just up and down. Like there's really no other way to be other than up, up and down. Yeah. It's you cool, the next you not. And but you know it's okay. It's just so much going on. You got to take it stride by stride, day by day, step by step. Yeah, for sure. It's just like you said, so much going on. It's like trying to fight for justice and then like have self care and take care of yourself and your family and your loved ones and work and you know it's just so much going on in the midst of a pandemic. Right. <laughs> pandemics. Let's just let's be clear. Racial yeah. pandemics, health pandemics. Yeah. And then I don't know, like we were kind of talking about it. We just with us disproportionately being affected by all of it. Absolutely. So it's just like, you know, it's just you know, we are supposed to just be okay every day, but when it comes to COVID, we are disproportionately affected. We are disproportionately dying, Black people, especially Black males. And then yeah. you think about how just crazy it is. We are in these cities and states that are mostly white populated, right? Yeah, we're still the minority, right? And so, but we make up 60, 70% of the deaths in these areas, and we are only 10% of the population. Yeah. So it's just crazy that we how we are affected by all of it that's going on. Yeah. Right. And how we're affected by the epidemic, you know, and racism, how I mean, we've been living it. It's right. like it's coming to the forefront now. And a lot of it, of course, like and I've been saying this on social media, Floyd uh was like kind of a catalyst for it, but we've been dealing with this all along. Like there are so many instances and um, ways that we are affected by systemic racism and I don't think that people who aren't in it understand all of what we're fighting for absolutely like no. yes go ahead no I was that people just don't they don't get it at like really at all like yeah. there are so many people that are just screaming all these like all lives matter and it's just like you know like all lives can't matter until our lives matter so people just don't get it Right. It's like people are just trying to find fault in the message, but it's like we have fact here. Mm -hmm. Years, hundreds and hundreds of years of discrimination and lack and poverty and segregation. It, like every possible avenue we've been affected and people just don't seem to understand. Like it just doesn't make sense to them and i'm trying to understand how it doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah like it's crazy when you think about it people just like like i don't understand why y'all are doing this or i don't understand why people out here like protesting and rioting and all of this like what don't you get like we have exactly. been in every way financially educational systems like just every single thing that involves living your life and being a successful adult like it, we're, we're affected by it all 
And I don't understand how people just don't get it. Right. It just doesn't make sense to me. Exactly. It It's just, I mean, it's honestly astonishing that people are this ignorant, willfully ignorant. Yeah. That's like, the thing. Yeah, there's so much information out there. Like, you can literally do anything and find out, like, what we out here fighting for. And I'm exactly. just like, like, we have been put in these situations, in these positions, in these cities, in these communities where we are given nothing and we are expected to not even expected to thrive we're expected to like basically survive a little fittest and yeah. like whatever comes out alive it's just what happens and then exactly. y'all expect for us to fight for just equality right <laughs> the thing is that is what we're fighting for we're yeah. fighting for equality yeah. and people don't get it nope people act like we are out here just being outrageous like literally I was having a conversation with somebody recently and they're just like, I don't agree with, you know, people being out here doing this and doing that and like protesting. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't how like our lot, like we shouldn't have to beg you for our lives to matter. Like and by us, by black people saying black lives matter is not discounting the fact that all lives do matter. What we're trying to say is we don't, we don't have to beg you. We should not have to beg you for you not to murder us in the street. Like, we shouldn't have to do that. Exactly. And we're not trying to say that you don't matter, but we're trying to say that we matter just as much as you, and you should understand that. Exactly. You should understand human life, and you should value it. But the thing is, you don't see us as human. Right. Because everything, every media outlet, every book that you've read, every instance where you've seen a Black person on TV, uh, social media, radio, it's always something negative, and that goes along with the system. Yeah. You have to make people less human to get away with things like this. Yeah. yeah. Somebody posted on social media that white supremacy and racism is so heavily rooted in American values that when i say black lives matter you think that i'm protesting the country and that (laughs) i've heard a lot of people just be like well that's rude like you know you're not for this country i'm just like i'm just i just so happen to be born here that's it (laughs) like like i don't care like the country is cool like i'm glad whatever cool bam 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 but i'm just here yeah but i think Um, and we were talking about this earlier, and this goes into really our topic for today, is people are so used to predominantly white faces. Yes. And that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is ruled by this European concept of existing. Right. Right? So, it and a lot of it is rooted in those microaggressions and stereotypes of black people and who they are and it's just mm-hmm. no sweetie you you've been taught wrong yes. so you need to unlearn and that's what a lot of people don't think like people that are, are like oh i'm not racist blah 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 but there are a lot of things that one you benefit from yep. two that you have to unlearn because you've been taught these things whether yep. consciously or subconsciously you it's embedded in your psyche yeah you see a black person right yeah i mean like there have been so many situations where i walk past somebody and they start to clutch their purse right or like even in conversation like oh my god you are so articulate like you don't sound black right excuse me like i wasn't aware that that was a thing right (laughs) excuse me (laughs) 
How do I sound black? Uh, oh, you, you're very handsome. Oh, you're so pretty to be. Right. Oh, my God. That would send, <laughs> you know this, that sends me every time. Every time someone tells me, you're so pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Excuse me? <laughs> we can go right now. <laughs> let's just fight. Right. Let's just fight at this point because that was not a compliment. And then they're like, oh, I was just trying to compliment you. How? Tell me where that was a compliment. Yeah. If you wanted to compliment my appearance, all you have to say is, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, you're pretty. This is that and the other. Leave the rest of that ignorance over there as if dark-skinned people aren't supposed to be attractive yeah it's like why don't you get that that's offensive like, right like and why don't you get that i'm about to beat your ass like, <laughs> like, exactly <laughs> like what's wrong with you yeah, but yeah. then i'm upset now i'm angry now now it's, another, now it's another stereotype exactly now it's, it's the whole angry black woman exactly and but that's the thing if i'm angry I have every right to be angry. Mm -hmm. Everything in this society teaches me to be angry. Like, I have to react to your ignorance daily. I have to police myself continuously, daily. Like, it's never, it's never ending. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm angry. Yeah, we always have to, like, police ourselves. Like, every time we walk out the door, we have to make sure we are, you know, just, like, fit enough like that our that our hats on aren't on backwards that we are looking up and that we're very conscious of what's going on around us um i mean just every situation there is never a time from the time that we wake up to the time that we go to bed every single night even yeah. while we sleep hell we are self-policing we yeah. are very aware and just trying to make sure that we make it through the day for sure like every time we get in the car and looking through the rearview mirrors, like we can, the police can be going on the opposite direction and we looking through the rearview mirror to see if they did well, whoop, whoop, to like, right. If they're turning it. around, right. holding your breath, yep. praying that they're not turning around just because listen, <laughs> just because they saw you drive past. Exactly. Just because you, you're not doing anything. Nothing. You ain't doing nothing wrong. You're doing the speed limit, probably going under the speed limit probably going under because you saw them and now you, exactly. you don't want to be pulled over and so now you're driving slower than traffic so now you're probably about to cause an accident and now this is like when you really should be aware but it's just like i just want to make it home right that's it i just want to make it home and then you have people that are rebellious and really they should be and it's like no i'm not about to change who i am i'm not about to passive you know like be passive or feed into you you know you wanting me to be submissive to you because it's right. it's ignorant right and it's crazy though because even like a lot of black people feel that way like yeah. um especially like our older generation absolutely like recently having a conversation um i was on the phone with my mom and dad and my dad was just like you know sometimes you just gotta take it and i'm like take what and my, right. me and my mom are like no like if you gotta respect me you gotta respect yeah. I don't care who you are, police officer, like at some point you have to stand up for what you believe in, even if that means your death, which is, which sounds awful to say, like you shouldn't just walk outside every day, like being like, oh, I might die today. No. But if it's like, if you stand up for what you believe in and that's just the case, then that is what it is. But what you're not about to do is right. come 
with some BS. Because I don't care who you are. We just finna go. <laughs> right. We just finna go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. absolutely. And I think that people, are, especially the older generation, uh, the older black generation, I think a lot of it comes from, like you said, just survival. Mm-hmm. Like they've been, they've seen so much. Right. That they're like, okay, we just want you to survive. So this is what we feel like you have to do. But it's not okay. No. And it's not right. And honestly, as it's been proven, we're still not surviving. Yeah. No. When we comply, we're still dying. Yeah. Right? When we make a mistake as a teenager, we're still going to jail at a disproportionate rate for longer sentences than our white counterparts. Like, it just... You are not considered human to them so nothing that you do will make the situation better absolutely it's just and that like, leads, go ahead i was about to just that was just like the story that you were telling me the other day when you and your son were in the car and yeah. the police pulled over on the side of you mm-hmm. and they, yeah and they pulled us over we were coming from sky zone i think and sky zone has like a late night jump like glow in the dark jump situation Mm -hmm. so it was pretty late i think it was like maybe 11 ish like p.m and so i was literally two minutes from my house like i just had to turn the corner and i was at home yeah and i passed the police officer and i literally said before i passed them i was like they're about to pull me over Mm -hmm. sure enough i passed them they pulled me over uh, the one officer comes to the car. He's on the driver's side, as he should be. I already had my license out. I already had my phone because, you know, my insurance is on my phone. I was like, here you go. He's like, oh, we don't need that. We don't do it like that anymore. I just need your license. And I was like, well, here you go. Oh, well. And I was like, I have nothing to say to you, sir. Like, well, what do you want? Like, what did you pull me over for? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, where are you guys coming from? Why? And then I look over because I feel like heat and there's another officer on the other side of me and he has a light shining it in my sleep, dead sleep, 10 year old son's face. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? And you can see the officer that's on my side literally go, Oh my goodness. Like we should have just left them alone because yeah, like, you just pulled me over for what? For like, what were you looking for? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we've all been in crazy situations like that. Mm-hmm. I was in one. I was like probably 16. I had just started driving. I was leaving somewhere, probably from hanging out with you. And I was on the way home and I got pulled over. I'm driving my mom's Mitsubishi. And they're like, oh, you fit the description for a stolen vehicle. Really? Driving a Mitsubishi? Ain't nobody stealing <laughs> that. Ain't nobody stealing that. Like, let's just be real clear. So, yeah, we always just have to be cognizant of what's going on, and it is unfair, and that's why we out here fighting. Yeah, so, for sure. Keep the fight alive. Uh, no justice, no peace. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but the thing is, like, and this leads to our next point, we have to really guard ourselves and be, like you said, cognizant in every situation even when it comes to our physical health. Mm -hmm. So like we said, we're living in the midst of a pandemic right now, like COVID-19. And I don't trust (laughs) any of it. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's start there. Um, I'm not saying that it's not real. I, I believe that it's out here. I believe that it's real. I've, you know, seen it take people's lives. But it's like, what's going on? Like, there's something new every day, right? Like you said, it's disproportionately affecting us, mm-hmm. Black people. Mm-hmm. And now they want to create a vaccine. Yeah, they want to create a vaccine. And then they want us to be the test dummies. They need black people to make sure that the vaccine, I guess, works or how whatever the appropriate word is. We ain't ready. We ain't doing it. We are not taking the vaccine. We have seen y'all give these vaccines and all this crap to us over the years now. Right. And people keep saying, well, this is, you know, this is basic science. You have to have a test um, group and it has to be of varying ethnicities, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? <laughs> no. We get it. But no, we, we good, sis. We good. We're not doing it. I understand. But no, thank you. <laughs> all y'all give all these people syphilis. Like we like we've seen this and we have seen y'all like kill people over the years and we just ain't doing it like it's it doesn't make any sense tuskegee exactly tuskegee henrietta lex shall we go on (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like we just not doing it we are not going out here to get these vaccines and i i'm it's just like all right they talk about like tracing and like um, what do you call it? Like putting the, not GPS, but GPS for lack of better words in these vaccines. Like, I don't know, this could all be a whole conspiracy, whatever. But like, we are not doing it. Like, you don't know what it's going to do. You don't know what adverse effects is going to have come years later, because this has only been around for a couple of months now. And so you don't know what's going to happen to me in two years. Explanation of the disease, right? How are you going to give me a vaccine? Exactly. Literally one day it is, you're going to get it if you touch a surface. Uh, the next day, oh, you can't get it if you touch that surface. One day it is, you can get it from anybody that's asymptomatic. The next day you can't get it from somebody that's not symptomatic. Right. Like, what, like, just shut up because y'all don't even, <laughs> but yet you're about to try to create a vaccine and you don't even know the details or the fine lines or whatever the case is for this disease or for this virus. Like exactly. you don't even know what it's going to do. Right. So one, they don't really understand the disease itself. Right. Mm-hmm. Two, but everybody's opening everything back up. <laughs> right. Three, you want a vaccine and you want, and you keep, the thing is you keep saying black people need to do this. Black people why are you worried about us literally we good we (laughs) We are good and that goes i know people might listen to this and go oh you're ignorant but actually no we're not this goes along with that ptsd of history like Mm -hmm. the history of black people Mm -hmm. and it kind of goes back to what we're talking about earlier in white spaces like these predominantly white spaces where people are ignorant and they learn things and it's been passed down from generation to generation, these stereotypes about black people. There was a study that said in 2018, over 50% of medical students thought that black people had a higher pain threshold simply based on the color of their skin, simply because they were black. And these are the people that become doctors. Ain't that something? 
Like, just because we take y'all shit and bottle it up and with our emotions don't mean that we don't feel pain. It's crazy. And that goes back to, like, all of the studies and surgeries and how in slavery days, they would literally use Black people and Black bodies um, as test subjects to try new surgeries. And they would do it on them and perform these surgeries on them without anesthesia. (laughs) Like, imagine being cut open. And you just laying there. Like, that's insane. But this is what we talk about in every instance, how racism and just pure ignorance, you know, is just rooted in the American DNA. Like... So crazy, because these are the people that are providing us healthcare every day. Exactly. These are the people that are killing us literally every day, especially Black women. especially black women and that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day for (laughs) sure like black women are being murdered by doctors like daily basis and it's just like they don't know what they're doing these are the people that think that we don't have a pain tolerance yeah giving us all these vaccines and all these whatevers just to just to kill us and not to be a conspiracist however history has taught us what is happening and I ain't here for it. Right. Not even. But then people sit and they look at us like we're crazy when we say, oh no, you know, we're not interested in going there. We're not interested in doing that. You know, just simply because when we're out during the day and especially when we're not around other black people, it's, it can be very exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like just existing in this society can be very exhausting. Yeah. So sometimes like, I think I can't remember who I saw post this. Sometimes you got to call in black because it's like, I am so mentally, emotionally and psychologically drained that I cannot function today. Right. I cannot come into your white establishment and be the happy-go-lucky, smiley comedian that you're used to me being. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the thing is, they're so used to us doing that, that when they meet a Black person like me, they, <laughs> not, I'm not here for your entertainment. Yeah. I'm not here to make you comfortable. Nope. That it's like, oh, she has an attitude. No, I'm just living my life. That's it. And that's just that. That's it. Yeah, it's like people expect us to handle situations, to talk to all these people. Like yesterday, I was, something crazy was happening at work. And like the police ended up showing up. And so everybody was just like, you know, they expected me to go talk to them because like I'm the leader in the office or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I'm not here for it today. Like I am not here to entertain the police. I'm not here to tell them no stories. Like y'all can handle that. You got it. Cause I'm, I'm just not doing it, but we are expected to still perform at like our absolute best, no matter what. And I'm just not here for your entertainment. I'm not here to make you comfortable because I don't care anymore. Right. And first of all, I never cared, but right. <laughs> I used to uh, like try to appease you because yeah. we are in a same space, but now that's out the window. It's also because we're taught that we're taught, Oh, smile a little more. So you won't be, you know, seen as angry or, you know. A threat. Yeah, or a threat. But it's like when your skin color is seen as a threat or as a weapon, you're always armed. There's nothing that you can do. 
Right. Um, I just found the statistic that says black mothers die of pregnancy related causes at three times the rate of white women. How am I? How? And I'm still the minority. That doesn't even make sense. Like a little bit. It's because we're not taken seriously. Mm-mm. I mean, and I have my own experiences with this. Um, I was a really young mother as well as a black mother. So any concern that I had uh, when I was pregnant with my son, it was like, oh, you'll be fine. Like literally doctors would be like, oh, you're fine. Yeah. You're okay. You can wait till your appointment. No, like I'm telling you something ain't right. Like, right. Whatever the case is. And you ain't taking me serious. You sending me back home. And that's this literally the same thing that is happening with COVID. Like that's exactly. they are we are going in hospitals like we can't breathe or whatever the case is. They like, oh, you'll be fine, just go sit it out at home. Like yeah. like we are telling you that something's wrong. Like exactly. we get colds and the flu just like anybody else. But mm-hmm. we like we aren't being taken serious. We go into these hospitals and they're literally, I know multiple people that it's happened to. My godfather has been sent home. I have cousins that have been sent home just because they're fine. And I'm like, no, no, that ain't how it works. Like I've watched at least four people die now since the beginning of this. And it's been what, three months. Right. And it's just, that's crazy. It's crazy. Whereas, like, I know some of my white counterparts, they know so many people who've had COVID, but nobody that's died from it. All fine. Every single one of them. I got people out here walking down the hallways and, like, going to get food. Like, like it ain't no big deal because they are white and they have COVID. But here I am. I had to write a letter saying why I'm uncomfortable to go back to work because we are disproportionately dying from it. And it... I'm not comfortable and it's okay. Like, don't tell me that I should be comfortable. And I have had so many people tell me, oh, you'll be fine. I don't care how you think that I'll feel. Statistics literally tell me that I won't be fine. Literally, literally. So don't tell me how you think that I'll feel. (laughs) Because that doesn't matter to me and that will get you popped. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. Um, But again, that goes back to why I think so many black people are like heck you know like we are not taking this vaccine we are not here for it y'all figure it out test it on yourselves (laughs) let me know how that goes and then you get back to me period like y'all do what y'all gonna do hit me up hit me on the hip when it's over right until then i'm gonna be at home right so um i think that that goes along with like microaggressions and i think we could talk about that in white spaces a bit more yeah in our next episode we got all the episodes to come we're gonna get on some other stuff too that's not all about yeah we've been talking about we're gonna hit y'all with some relationship stuff we gonna go into some some of everything stuff like i got a lot to say I know we have a lot to say and a lot of exciting things to come. I'm excited. Um, It's just, we can't not talk about what's going on. I feel like every episode we go, oh, can we talk about this today? And then something else happens and we're like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) it ain't the right time. It don't feel right. Right. We have to talk about it. So, um, yeah. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. 
and we will see you guys next time thanks for joining peace out guys y'all we love y'all for real for real for real